Okay, we'll go ahead and get started. Hi, this is Tony Mormino with Insight Partners, and welcome to the Engineers HVAC podcast, where we work to give back to the HVAC community by sharing our HVAC application and design experience. In this live recording of episode 29, we will discuss the new DOE minimum energy efficiency standards for single phase residential air conditioners and heat pumps, known as the new terms EER2, SEER2, and HSPF2. So the main points we're gonna cover is, you know, first we're gonna do a little review and talk about what is EER, SEER, and HSPF, what do they mean? Um, then we're gonna talk about the new DOE testing procedures for single phase products under 65,000 BTUs. And then we'll talk about the new minimum EER2, SEER2, and HSPF2 terms and how they affect your business and uh, how they affect your business, whether you're a consultant, contractor, or owner. This does qualify for PDH credits, so please email me after the show and I'll get you the certificate. And uh, all right, and thank you again for joining us. My email is on the screen there if you see it. If you're watching this at a later date, please feel free to um, email me. The, the, my email will be in the description of the podcast and or video that you are watching. Okay, and we have an expert guest joining us to moderate the chat. Please welcome Chris Adam. Chris Adams, he is our uh, PE and VP of engineering. Please ask any questions along the way and Chris will respond. Chris, how are you doing this morning? Doing good? We're doing great this morning. I think your weather's coming our way though because you're sending the rain my way. Sending it your way, brother. Look out for it. Okay, so, you know, ask Chris any questions in the chat. He's gonna be moderating. Um, and he'll be glad to answer and he'll break in audibly here too when there's a good point to uh, you know respond to a question. So, and at the end, we'll kind of go through all the ones we haven't gone through during the, the presentation. Okay, so let's get to it. So the, the two, 2023 brings revised efficiency minimums and rating systems for some residential HVAC equipment. Every six years, the Department of Energy, DOE, reanalyzes the effects of the energy usage sets minimum efficiency requirements and manages and manages um sorry i lost my place there it manages testing standards by which those efficiencies are measured in 2018 the doe started the first phase of its six-year plan requiring a 13 percent increase in energy efficiency for commercial packaged air conditioners heat pumps and split systems the second phase of this plan will start in 2023 the DOE has also reanalyzed and adjusted the minimum efficiencies for single phase air conditioners and heat pumps, five tons or less. Key difference, single phase and residential products must also comply to a new testing procedure for developing efficiency ratings. And that's really where, where these new terms come into play. Compared to today's test procedure, the external static pressures used when testing will be increased by up to five times which will more closely represent actual field conditions since the new testing requirements are more stringent and reduce the resultant efficiency ratings. There will be new metrics and nomenclature known as SEER2, EER2, HSPF2. On the same system compared to SEER ratings, the new SEER2 ratings will be lower and the minimum efficiencies will be reduced to account for the more demanding test procedures required for the 2023 products. 
All residential air conditioners and heat pumps must comply with the Department of Energy's minimum efficiency standard requirements as of January 1st, 2023. And we define residential as under 65,000 BTUs single phase. As a result of the new residential testing procedure, um, the test to be requirement will be more stringent, but also more accurate. The metrics referred to as CR2, HSPF2, and EER2. These ratings, these, test, these testing procedure changes only apply for single phase equipment less than or equal to 65,000 BTUs. Okay, kind of threw this in here, kind of unrelated, but the U.S. Department of Energy was created as a cabinet level department in 1997 by President Jimmy Carter as part of the federal effort to reduce or to address the energy crisis of the 1970s. The U.S. energy crisis of the 70s forced American leaders and researchers to come up with solutions in policymaking, technology, and architecture. The Arab oil embargo of 73 put the United States and economy on the back foot, causing fuel shortages and quadrupling of oil prices and long lines at the gas station. I was born in 71, so I didn't experience a lot of this but I just wanted to put that in there. I don't know why that just seems kind of interesting to me. Okay, so this map shows the 2023 Department of Energy efficiency minimums for split and packaged AC units in different regions in the US. And we're gonna go through this in detail later, but wanted to kind of give you an idea of where we were going with this presentation so you know what we're getting to. So the DOE sets the minimums and AHRI creates the rating standards and guidelines. So if you're not familiar, AHRI is the Air Conditioning, Heating and Refrigeration Institute. It is the trade association representing international manufacturers of heating, water heating, ventilation, air conditioning, commercial refrigeration, and water heating equipment. AHRI maintains a continuously evolving portfolio of over 100 performance rating standards and guidelines for the HVACR and water heating industries. They promote consistency in manufacturer specifications, which increases consumer confidence and provides a means for manufacturers, third-party laboratories, regulators, and certification bodies to evaluate products objectively and consistently. So AHRI 210-240-2023 is a performance rating of air conditioning and air source heat pump equipment. This standard applies to factory-made unitary and uh, air conditioners and heat pumps with capacities less than 65,000 as defined in section uh, three of this standard. This standard supersedes AHRI 240-2017. Uh, okay, so we're gonna talk about that here in a second. Okay, regarding the rating standard for residential equipment, AHRI developed standard 210-240, which you see here. Currently, we have the 210-240-2023, which identifies the new EER2, et cetera, ratings, but looks at the previous, let's look at the previous standard first, which is the AHRI 210-240-2017. So before the new ratings came out, this is the standard we were dealing with. The purpose of this standard is to establish the following unitary air conditioners and unitary heat pump definitions, clarifications, test requirements, rating requirements, operating requirements, minimum data, requirements for published ratings, mar marking and nameplate data, 
and conformance conditions. The standard is intended for to be guidance for industry, including manufacturers, engineers, installers, and contractors and users. This standard applies to factory-made unitary air conditioners and unitary air source heat pumps with capacities less than 65,000 BTUs as defined in section three. Okay, so we've got this standard and we're all familiar with these, I call them historic terms. We still use these terms in the commercial arena, but now we're going to the new terms for the residential. So in this standard, we define terms that we all are used to today. Energy efficiency ratio, which is EER, seasonal energy efficiency ratio, SEER, and heating seasonal performance factor, HSPF, which will still apply to commercial equipment today. So let's just have a quick review of these terms and what they mean. Okay, as defined in the standard 210-240-2017, EER is a ratio of the cooling capacities in BTUs to the total power in watts at any given set of rating conditions. And you can see the equation there is in BTUs per watts. Conditions of testing are outlined in the standard. Uh, the higher the rating, the more efficient the equipment, as you would expect. It's a single testing point representing a design, typically a design cooling day, and gives you a quick snapshot at the full load, but doesn't represent much of the part load. Okay, the EER rating for an air conditioner is calculated by dividing the BTUs, which we talked about a minute ago, by the wattage. For example, if you have a 12,000 BTU air conditioner that uses 1200 watts, then you have an EER of 10, which works out very nicely. So if things we could do to the equipment to increase the ER would be to provide modulating compressors, modulating supply fans, condenser fans, et cetera, and larger condenser coils. So that's a full load snapshot. So for part load energy usage representative, we have SEER, which is the seasonal energy efficiency rating. So from AHRI 210-240-2017, um, SEER is the total heat removed from the conditioned space during an annual cooling season in BTUs divided by the electrical energy in watts consumed by the air conditioner or heat pump during the same season. So it looks at a broad range of conditions and seasons, which are, which are the conditions of the testing are outlined in the standard. So you can always look at that in detail if you like. The higher the rating, the more efficient. Unlike EER, SEER gives us an understanding of the cooling energy usage over varying low conditions. And, and similar to S, uh, EER, if you want to improve your SEER, you can add, you know, modulating components to the equipment, compressors, supply fans, condenser fans, larger condenser coils, et cetera. In 1997, when I started in the industry, the minimum SEER was 10, from best I can tell and looking up uh, online. Uh, some facts here, 18.4% of all residential central air conditioners and heat pumps shipped had a SEER rating of 12 or higher and approximately 3% had SEER ratings of 13 or higher. In 2022, uh, the minimum uh, standards for SEER were 13 in the North and 14 in the Southwest and Southeast regions. And I'm so glad that I don't still have that shirt. That was me when I started at Train in 1997, so. Okay, moving on to HSPF. So. HSPF is the heating seasonal performance factor, the total space heating required during uh, the space heating season divided by the total electrical energy in watts. Okay, so it's very similar to the SEER, but in the, in the heating mode. So um, 
HSPF will, will vary depending on the region and design heating requirements. You can see that in section 11 of the standard, and you can see all the conditions in the standard as well for HSPF. Okay, so that's, that's what it was like before, right? So now we have the new standards as defined in the new, uh, the new terms as defined in the new standard, right? Um, okay, so let's look, let's transition to the current standard and compare the differences. So now we're looking at AHRI 210-240-2023 and in parentheses, 2020. And I'll explain that, why that means. So this was first published in May of 2020. It established a method to rate residential central air conditioners and heat pumps consistent with the new DOE test procedure. The energy efficiency metrics expressed in terms of seasonal energy efficiency ratio 2, SCER2, energy efficiency ratio, EER2, and heating seasonal performance factor, HSPF2, are required for representations uh, coincident with the new compliance date of the new efficiency standard in the United States starting on January 1st, 2023. And if you want a copy of the AHRI standards, they're free to download at ahrinet.org. Um, I'm gonna put, a, I'm gonna show at the end of this, you can email me, take my email down here, by the way, so it doesn't get in the way. You can email me at the end of this um, and I'll be glad to give you what we're putting together. It's called a quick guide, which has a link to all these applicable guides and a lot of the data we're gonna go over here, kind of summarized on one page to make the, make the information smooth. Um, we also be publishing this on our podcast, which you can see a QR code in the upper left corner if you'd like to connect to us on the podcast to re-listen to this or share it. You are more than welcome to do that. Okay, so the standard, again, is available. You can download it. They're free. This particular one's 170 pages long, and I'm glad to email you the link and send you the guide as well. So, Okay, so here's the difference. The primary change in this edition of 210-240 are those required to align with the new performance metrics requirements of Appendix M1 of the 10 CFR, which is the Code of Federal Regulations 430. This was issued by the U.S. Department of Energy, which we already talked about. A working group of many stakeholders, including but not limited to HRI members, independent laboratories, energy advocates, and DOE consultants meet periodically over the course, met periodically over the course of two years to evaluate necessary changes and improvements in language. Because compliance with the Appendix M1 test procedure and ratings are not mandatory until January 1st, 2023, AHRI has chosen to use 2023 as the year version of this standard. So, so where was I? Okay, so we were talking about the new standard 210, 240, and okay, so some of the differences are the major differences the test procedure has changed. So we increase the static pressure, which we're gonna talk about in a minute. Um, this, standard does, this standard, by the way, does not apply um, to the testing of the following. Um, package terminal air conditioners, which are PTACs, room air conditioners and heat pumps, which I believe are kind of moving cools, as I like to call them, uh, unitary air conditioners and unitary air source heat pumps, as defined in 340-360 with capacities over 65,000 BTUs. It does not apply to water source heat pumps or ground source, groundwater source heat pumps or ground source closed loop heat pumps as defined in the specific ASHRAE standards that defines that. 
Um, it does not include uh, ratings for water heating heat pumps and units equipped with desuperheaters or water and heating devices. It also does not, this does not, um, it's not valid for VRF systems, okay? Even if they're below 65, uh, I'm sorry. It does not, it's not valid for VRF systems with capacities of 65,000 BTUs or greater. Okay, so the significant changes are updates to comply with Appendix M1, which has to do with the higher static rating for the split systems. They've added some definitions and they changed the metrics from EER2, from EER to EER2, from SEER to SEER2, HSPF to HSPF2. They've also removed water-cooled or evaporatively cooled products. Um, these products are transitioned to 340, 360, um, and they've removed the section on IEER, which is a part load, which is only applicable to water-cooled and evaporated cooling. They've updated some tables, updated some calculations, and updated Appendix G with some verbiage to 340, 360. Okay. So that's the new standard. So let's talk a little bit about the new testing procedure. So here's why we have um, the number two on the back of these, these terms now. It's basically due to this. Um, it's due to the new testing procedure, which calls for a higher external static pressure. If we look at what the, stan what the standard calls conventional units, which are just your standard single phase split systems or package units under 65,000 BTUs, by the 2017 standard, the ESP would range from 0.1 to 0.2, depending on the unit capacity. The standard 2023, the ESP from these units is now half an inch. So, so in some cases, that's five times what it used to be. So that's the major difference between this standard and that standard. So when you see an EER2 or CR2, HSPF2, you know it's been rated in accordance with the higher uh, static pressure. Um, okay, so the new terms... Uh, the new, uh, as we discussed, the new metrics of energy efficiency ratio, SEER, and HBSC to HSPF will still apply to commercial equipment. For residential equipment, um, these familiar terms now have been replaced with EER2, CR2, and HSPF2. This change was brought about by the implementing of new testing procedures involving uh, subjecting equipment to higher external static pressures to better replicate uh, Real-world conditions, as we talked about in the previous slide, by introducing the new names, we can differentiate equipment that has been tested under the updated procedures from those tested under the old ones. A reminder, these testing procedure changes only apply to single-phase equipment less than or equal to 65,000 BTUs, and, and as outlined in the standard too. Um, so EER2, same calculation as EER, it's just it's determined at the higher static pressure. So there's really no difference there. So if you look at standard 240 to, uh, 210, 240 for 2023, um, the, the definition of the EER is exactly the same. All you, all you have to know is the two denotes it's at the higher static pressure. And we can make the same case for SEER. In the, in the, um, in the standard, it's the same exact uh, definition. It's just the two tells you it was it was rated in accordance with the new static pressure. And as you would imagine, HSPF2 in the standard 240, 210 of 2023, it is defined the same way, um, it's except uh, it's now at the new, let's see here, the new static pressure. Okay, so that's why we have the two at the end of the, the numbers there. Okay, so here's kind of an important thing. So this, is, this map 
here's where it gets a little bit complicated. So this map shows the 2023 Department of Energy um, energy efficiency minimums for split and packaged AC units in different regions in the United States. The new DOE minimums differ depending on region, which is important. The 2023 DOE energy efficiency minimums vary according to the product type and region of the country in which the products are being installed. Still, the bottom line for obtaining new equipment is this. Fit single phase AC units and heat pumps manufactured after January 1 must be tested under the new, the new procedures, have an energy guide label that uses the new terms and meets or exceeds the 2023 minimums. Okay, so anything made after January 1st has to meet those requirements there. Okay, in the Southeast and Southwest, and by the way, I'll just break in and say this, this chart is included in our quick guide. So if you want to copy that at the end, just email me and I'll put my email, email up here in a minute. You can do that. So, um, so here's kind of a summary of what's going on. So in the Southeast and Southwest, the minimums for AC split units under 45,000 BTUs is SEER 2 of 14.3, and the minimum for split AC units of 45,000 BTUs or more is 13.8. In the Southwest, split AC units must also meet EER2 minimums of 11.7 for those under 45,000 BTUs and EER2 of 11.2 for those 45,000 BTUs and over. For split AC units in both output categories that are rated SEER2 15.2 or above, the EER2 minimum drops to 9.8 in the Southwest. Okay, packaged AC units in the Southeast and Southwest must meet a minimum SEER of 13.4. And in the Southwest, they also require a minimum EER rating of 10.6. The 2023 efficiency minimums for heat pumps apply nationwide. For packaged heat pumps, the minimums are SEER2 of 13.4, HSPF, Two of 6.7. For split heat pumps, the minimums are SEER2 14.3 and HSPF2 7.5. In the North, AC products manufactured through 2022, which meet the energy efficiency requirements in place when they were made, can be installed in 2023. So this is an important distinction um, that's getting a lot of people confused. So I'm going to read that one more time. In the North, AC products manufactured through 2022, which meet the energy efficiency requirements in place when they were made, can be installed in 2023. So for example, if you had a five-ton split that was manufactured in June of last year, as long as it met the EER minimums or SEER ratings that were in place at the time, you can install that in the North. So here's where it gets a little bit tricky. That's not the case in the Southeast and Southwest. That's where it differs. So in the Southeast and Southwest, the minimum for split AC units under 45,000 BTUs is a SEER2 of 14.3. And the minimum for AC split units um, of 45,000 BTUs or more is 13.8. In the Southwest, AC splits uh, must also meet ER2 minimums, 11.7. I think we went through all that already. Did I lose my spot here? Okay. I did. Okay, so I'm going to back up. So we talked about the North. So I was rereading something we already read there. My bad. So in the North, the AC products, we talked about that if they were built 
before this year and they meet the current conditions, they can be installed. In the Southeast and Southwest, ACNs installed after December 31st, 2022 must meet or exceed the new efficiency standard as expressed by the new metrics or meet or exceed the roughly equivalent standards under the old measurement system. In the Southwest, AC units must also meet an applicable EER or equivalent EER minimums. The equivalency, quote unquote, scenario, um, in the equivalency, in the equivalency scenario, the product must no longer be in production and must have previously sold in the same region. A project no longer in production is supposed to be marked as such in the AHRI directory um, of certified products. So I'm going to read that again because I had to read this a couple times to really understand what it's saying. So unlike the North where when it was made, as long as they complied to the EER standards in place, when it was manufactured, you can install it in the North. In the South, the unit has to um, make sure it complies with the new standard through a translation. Okay. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. So Okay, so let's delve into the Southeast and Southwest scenario for products produced before 2023 that were not tested under the new standard. So how do we know if they are equivalent in efficiency to the new requirements? While there's no official DOA conversion between the older SEER, HSPF, and EER metrics in the new SEER 2, HSPF2 and EER2 metrics, each manufacturer has to come up with a conversion method that applies to products and must be able to inform contractors which of their existing SEER, EER, and HSPF AC products for installation in the Southeast or Southwest would meet the new SEER2, EER2, HSPF2 minimums. I mean, can we make this more confusing, right? Okay, so what you're looking at here is a trans, what, what's what Emerson, this is courtesy of Emerson, by the way, they call this a translation table. And this chart shows the appropriate equivalencies between the new SEER ratings, uh, energy efficiency metrics, and the older SEER, EER, and HSPF ratings. The manufacturer responsible for their own conversion methods. No conversion formulas apply to all product and brands as the new test procedures affect the technologies differently. Um, Again, this is a, a courtesy uh, of Emerson provided as a demonstration of a manufacturer's conversion from EER to EER2, et cetera. Um, so let's look at a three-ton AC split system manufactured in 2020. Let's take that as an example. And we want to install it in the South region. Let's say it doesn't have the new rating, so it doesn't have a SEER2 or EER2 on it. So according to the manufacturer, um, in this example, it would need to have a SEER rating under the old conditions of 15 to meet the new SEER 2 rating. Um, this means that the particular three ton, if tested under new procedures, would have a SEER 2 of 14.3, and you would expect the SEER 2 to be lower than the SEER because of the higher um, static pressure. So that's a summary of how that works. A little bit confusing, I know, and again, we'll have a little bit of that on our, on our guide. So um, there is a caveat here, it says, however, AC units that can't legally be installed in the Southeast or Southwest after 22 can be shipped to states in the North for installation. So I'm curious, uh, wonder if that's really happened yet or if that scenario has presented itself. So um, products that have been rated and tested under, uh, rated and tested and rated according to the new DOE test procedures and meet the 2023 minimums have been on the market since early 2022 
So this does help the situation. So I'm not sure how big of a deal that is or not. I'd be curious for some feedback on that if anybody has experienced that. So you can find the manufacturer certified efficiencies and performance standards in the AHRI directory, the AHRI directory of certified products, which is located at ahridirectory.org is the industry's trusted source for performance certified HVACR equipment. You can search by the AHR, AHRI reference number, unit model number, or product type, and you can find something like this. So here's an example of an output data you would receive. Here is a split system heat pump, and you can see it has listed the AHRI ratings in the 2017 format, EER, et cetera, and also in the 2023 metrics. I'm gonna go ahead and make this a little, that's probably a little better to see there. So you can see the EER for this system under the 2017 standard is 13.5 and 12 under the 2023 procedure, which you would expect it to be less because it's rated under the, the highest, higher static pressure. Um, by the way, just so you know, too, the active model status, which is located on the left, means that the model is in production. Um, it's being marketed uh, or one that's being marketed is not yet in production. An active record is certified participants records with models status active have passed validation. So that's a little bit about what you would get in the AHRI directory. I'm going to go back to this view here. So as stated earlier, Single phase AC units and heat pumps manufactured on or after January 1 must be tested under the new procedure and have the energy guide labels that use the new terms and meet or exceed the 2023 minimums. This guide was downloaded from the AHRI directory that I showed you previously. There's a little button there that lets you download that. You can see it has the, let's see here, the, um, the SEER in the SEER 2 and the HSPF 2. It also downloaded the SEER and HSPF guide sticker, but I did not show that one here. So okay, if you're anything like me, this all can seem rather confusing. Uh, so I recommend plenty of communication with your, you know, your manufacturers, your reps, depending on what side of the business you are on, to make sure you we all can get this get this right. And of course, we're glad to answer any questions. And as mentioned earlier, to help with this transition, we'll go ahead and put my email back up. There's my email address. If you're listening to this, by the way, or watching this in the future, um, all of the information and links will be in the description of this video and or audio podcast. And if you're watching this on video, you can click the little QR code in the upper left and, and connect to our podcast where you can listen to this and our other shows at any time. So to help with this transition, we developed this quick guide we're showing here. It's basically a summary of most of the important information that's in this presentation. If you want to copy the slides as well, I'm glad to do that. But I think um, this is a little bit easier to follow and has a good a good summary of all the, all the data here. So email me if you need um, any of that information. And again, thank you all so much for joining this live recording of the Engineers HVAC podcast. We're going to stick around here for a few minutes. I'm not sure if we have any questions or not. We'll stick around here. Be glad to answer any. If not, thank you all so much for joining us.
And thank you for that comment. That actually, where it says LinkedIn user for you, Tony, that's actually David over a sales and marketing at American Standard talking about the units that are shipping to the north for installation that don't meet the minimum. So David, thanks for that input into the chat. That is good information. Yeah, thank you, David. Great. I don't think we have any questions, but I'm glad I got to come back. I didn't know if I was going to come back or not, Chris. It was a kind of a, a, a little pause there that we had to deal with to, to go through it. So, but uh, as we love technology, uh, we've gotten used to this kind of thing as well. So, obviously, it's a, a pretty unique topic that uh, we have to deal with a lot of things in our industry. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, before you go, I see a few questions here. But before you go, if you like this content, please like the video and share it. If you feel it, it's something someone needs to see, we greatly appreciate that. Um, and we do have a question, uh, LinkedIn user. I was under the impression the new standards applied to three-phase splits under 6,000. I don't think that's the case. Um, it, everything I read and the standard, so the standard, the standard that talks about any of the two ratings, right? The EER2 and CR2 is 240.10-2023 in parentheses 2020, which is a little bit confusing. That's the standard that defines that. And it's pretty clear in there. It's only for single phase equipment of under 65,000. And it goes through exactly what it does and does not apply to, as we talked about a little bit earlier. So I hope that answers your question. Hayden says, next time wear the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, I think that, I think that thing's gone. <laughs> Thank goodness that thing was hideous. Um, okay. I don't see any more questions here, Chris, but again, thank you all for joining us. Please like like this video if you liked what you saw and uh, feel free to share it if you if you feel like someone needs to hear it. And Chris, thank you so much for you joining us. Absolutely. Thank you, Tony. Great job as always. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate you.